Today is the first day of the rest of your life, and your future planning started yesterday. You need simple, easy strategies to create maximum results. This is The Scotty Show. Time to get your ducks in a row with Scott Leonardi, owner and president of Complete Solutions, Inc. As a certified financial fiduciary with 25 years in the planning industry, Scott helps educate you on how you can make the best decisions for your family and your finances and helps you get your ducks in a row for your incredible future. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to The Scotty Show with Scott Leonardi. Scott, how are you? I am doing fabulous. Awesome. How are you, sir? I am doing fantastic. I, I'm super excited uh, for you, the listening audience. This is Scott's very first podcast. Uh, we call this his inaugural podcast. I'm going to ask him about 20 questions or so, uh, some of them a little bit about history and his business. And then the second half of this podcast is really going to be kind of digging into his personal life and asking him some of those questions so you can get to know him. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty excited. Scott, are you ready to go? I'm ready to rock and roll, man. Let's do this. All right. So. How did you get into financial services uh, specifically? Tell us a little bit about your history. Well, um, you know, ironically, I've I've uh, been in the restaurant business for years uh, prior to to the insurance world, and uh, you know, I uh, always wanted to be in a situation where I can get out there and help help people and really control what I do. Um, and and as I was growing up, my uh, you know my, my parents went through uh, multiple divorces. My my mom was a kind of a single mom raising uh, seven kids. So I don't want to say wow. boohoo, we were poor, but boohoo, we were poor. <laughs> and, <laughs> yes. and, uh, yeah. and 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 unfortunately, my father was a, was an alcoholic and he had some serious issues there. Passed away since since now, obviously, mm. but. But my mom was such a strong woman, and she really uh, she supported me, and she, she I, I was just looked really up to her, and she went through a couple struggles, serious struggles with finances that I noticed as a kid, but she never really tried to let me notice, mm-hmm. and I always thought to myself, you know what. Um, my mom should have known some other things. She should have been educated on some other things that probably would have kept her out of that situation. Back time up 26, 30 years, you know, 30, 35 years ago, uh, I don't think the financial education was as, as prevalent out there as prevalent out there for people to get a hold of. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think anybody talked to her about financial planning and that kind of stuff. So I always thought, you know, when I grow up, well, I want to help people. I want to help them understand some of this stuff. Ironically, went into the restaurant industry for quite a few years, helping mm-hmm. people, right, fill their bellies. But uh, then I, I really said, you know what, I really need to get into what I was thinking about. And then again, just, just kind of a planning situation, help people plan. It's important to plan and people need to do that. So that's kind of led me into the, you know, I answer, actually answered an ad with an insurance company. And I thought, you know what, this is kind of the path I kind of wanted to take. So um and the rest, they say, is uh, obviously history. But yeah. I really wanted to get involved just because of a really need to help people plan. Well, yeah. I mean, you were fulfilling needs either way. Restaurant, you're fulfilling a need. And, and this, you're fulfilling a need. So uh, for sure. Um, plus, like you said, you know, back in the day, there wasn't Google. There wasn't, you know, you just couldn't access all the information we have today. So I love the fact that you're all about education and, and helping people get through things. So uh, keeping that in mind, who do you work with and kind of what's your specialty? Well, you know, I, I uh, really wanted to get involved with the, the retiree or the post-retiree. You know, these folks that work hard their whole entire life, they you know, they build up assets, they build up savings. And then in many cases, they just don't know when they can retire. They feel uncomfortable retiring, wondering if they're going to run out of money before, you know, before they run out of life. Mm-hmm. And they've worked hard building that, building that nest egg. And I don't think there's enough information to help people you know, really transcend into retirement properly. So I really wanted to work with the retiree. Now, with that said, you know, I first got involved in the insurance business 26 years ago and really started with Medicare, you know, started helping people understand their health care at 65. And of course, that really led into really starting to work with really the 50 plus person to get them more prepared as they get closer and closer, you know, to retirement. So that's kind of like pretty much the, uh, 
the biggest chunk of our business. And of course, we also help our clients, children, younger people too. But you know, the bulk is really the 50 plus, 50 plus industry. Gotcha. So if, if you had to describe it, what do you do for your clients specifically? Well, you know, I, I developed this holistic planning approach. And so many times in the industry today, you know, I see people that, you know, insurance planners might get out there and help a person with their Medicare. Uh, maybe they'll help them with some life insurance. Some of the financial guys, you know, they just do the money. Well, my philosophy is, listen, you have to have a holistic approach to retirement planning. It's like anything, right? If you were taking care of your car and all you did was put gas in it and that's it, guess what? You're going to have an oil problem and a tire mm -hmm. problem and all these other problems. So you have to look at it holistically and say, what do I need to do to take care of my car? Well, that's the same thing with retirement planning. So I come up with this holistic approach, and, and I've been doing that for like 26 years now. Today, you know, holistic is, you know, kind of starting to become a buzzword, you know, holistic. But mm -hmm. um, when I sit down with people, I say, let's talk about your health. Let's talk about your, you know, your medications you have to take. Let's talk about your, your estate planning type needs with final expense. Long-term care is a big issue with retirees. It's a way that people, it can destroy assets very quickly. And then, of course, also some investment planning. How do we preserve those dollars that you saved your whole entire life to accumulate. So by doing that process, I prepare a variety of different reports that allow somebody to look at everything from on a spreadsheet and say, okay, here's where I'm at. Here's where I think I can go. And then we, it's time to, to take a look at that and do the tweaks we need to, to get people on focus. And as I always say, to get your ducks in a row, baby. Yeah, absolutely. You described your clients a little bit earlier. Is there anything else you would add to really describe your ideal client? People, I've asked me that numerous times before, you know, who's your ideal client, ideal client? And, and you know what? And I don't want to sound too generalistic here, but, you know, my ideal client is anybody I can help. Mm -hmm. I mean, realistically, we have clients in our, in our agency that they are just, they're, they're part of the Medicaid system, you know, Medicaid welfare, you know, and they just, they don't have two nickels to rub together. You know, but they need some support. They need help with their medications. You know, they need they need those stuff that you know the proper health plan. Mm -hmm. They need to figure out how to access those benefits they need because they are low income. So we're excited to help that person. And then again, everything up to you know we've got millionaires in our agency that need to focus and preserve those assets and move them on you know to the next generation. So yeah. the ideal client for us really is anybody we can truly help. Yeah, that, that is kind of a wide category. <laughs> I'll be honest. Yeah. Didn't expect the answer. <laughs> yeah. So how do you acquire these new clients? Well, a variety of different ways to actually introduce ourselves to the community. You know, I'm a big believer in education. Mm -hmm. Education is my mantra, right? You hear a lot of these old adages out there. And my grandma used to always say one that drove me crazy. She said, she said Scott, what, you know, what you don't know won't hurt you. And mm. I'm thinking, Lord have mercy, <laughs> what a bunch of junk that is, right? Yeah, A lot of these old adages hurt people crazy. What you yeah. don't know will absolutely hurt you, right? Yeah. Education is our big mantra. So we do a variety of, you know, obviously that we're dealing with a COVID situation kind of going on now. But prior to that, we, we've done a lot of uh, educational seminars. You know, we've partnered with a group. It's a, it's a nonprofit uh, educational service where we provide educational approaches and seminars to, you know, social security planning, how to maximize your social security mm -hmm. and, and Medicare and retirement planning issues. So we do a lot of seminars. We offer a variety of different webinars. I've got multiple websites to help people become educated. And that's probably one of some of our biggest ways, but then we're pretty active with the community too. So, yeah. So, so beyond that, I mean, that obviously that would draw people in and, and you'd be able to figure out if you can work with them or not, if, if it's a good fit and if it's somebody that you can help. But what about clients? Do you do any uh, ongoing client education? 
Yeah, that, 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 that's, um, yeah, that's an important area too, is taking care of our clients. A lot of times in the insurance industry or the planning industry per se, you know, a client comes along, they, they join a planner and everything sounds great for the first, you know, month and a half, two months. And then after that, you know, the client never hears from the mm-hmm. insurance person or planner ever again, right? Unless they're calling. You know, and, and I truly believe that if that client's going to trust us with helping them with their products or services or, or some of their investments, that we need to be an active part of their life. So yeah, we do multiple client events. You know, we're here in Dayton. We got the our minor league team, the Dayton Dragon. So we usually have a multiple baseball events. We have client nice. appreciation events. So we do cookouts. We actually have um, uh, shred events. Um, I was yes. talking to somebody the other day, day, and I said, hey, I thought we do some shred events. And they, they were looking at me like, what the heck's a shred event? <laughs> I'm like, okay, let me explain that yeah, further. Know, you know, know we're exactly not going to shred you. That's you know, right, right. let me explain that a little bit further. Yeah. So, you know, we, we actually bring a big shred truck into the parking lot. Have clients come in and bring all their documents that they need to shred. I actually, I actually personally grill hot dogs and hamburgers, and my staff, you know, make salads and, and and plates for people. And so we feed them, we feed them as they're coming through, shredding their documents. And yeah, so we we do have um, multiple events like that. I think I think it's crucial again to appreciate your clients. They're bringing you business. You gotta you gotta get, you gotta get love love back to the clients, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I know that you you and I have spoken many times before this, you know, before today, before this recording. I know that you're fantastic, but I know you can't do this alone. So who's Woo-hoo. on your team? Yeah. <laughs> what, are the, what are they doing? Mr. Fantastic. That's right. Yeah. I, I, I tell you what, I am crazily blessed. I really have an awesome, awesome team. And, and I'm not just saying that I have a crazy, awesome team. Everybody who calls our office tells me that I get, I get compliments all the time. Not me personally, <laughs> but my, my staff gets compliments all the time. My wife, Melissa, there's a variety of last name Leonardis in our agency. So a little nepotism going on there, I guess. Just a but, wee bit, uh, yeah. <laughs> just a wee bit, a wee bit. But, you know, my <laughs> wife, uh, Melissa, uh, incredible woman. She, you know, ironically, she she comes from a lot of the, the working for actually insurance companies. So inside the insurance company doing rates and, you know, coming from that side of the house, right? And, of course, I came from the educational and sales side in, in the insurance planning industry. So when we got married, it was a great mix because mm-hmm. so she can, you know, I can get mad why stuff's not getting done by the underwriters and she, she tells me why they're not getting done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But she actually helps, she actually helps get them, get them, get them fixed. So she's, she's a wonderful source. Of course, she's a licensed agent too. So clients love her and she's a great support staff. My son, Michael actually works for the agency. He's a licensed, licensed planner with me. Good to have, he's my oldest son. I got five kids. Nice. I got, yeah, five kids. I got a herd. I got a herd. <laughs> so I got uh, three boys. My oldest is 30. He works for me. And then I got a 26 year old, 24 year old. Those are three boys. And my daughter, 19, Madison, she actually works for me. She's one of our staff members here. She's been working for me a couple months now. Excited to have her with me. And then, of course, my youngest is Melania. She's my nine year old, my nine year old, right? Nice family staff there too, right? And actually, my now my nine year old works in here too. Sometimes she's uh, you know putting envelopes, you know, postage stamps yeah. on and things like that. So it's kind of cool. And then I got I got I got a couple other folks. Uh, you know, Kim, she's usually our front our front communications person, and she deals a lot with customers. Customers just absolutely love her. Uh, Tierra is is the same way. You know, Tierra's been with me for I think four years now, maybe, great. and uh, just a great support staff. So, and I got several other people, part time people, but yeah, I got a wonderful staff. Incredibly lucky and blessed to have the staff I have. That's for sure. Yeah, no kidding. And, and uh, obviously with, with that many people, that many kids, you've got a baseball team. I'm assuming you have something set up to, to some sort of sports team in the community. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I coach my daughters. I, I coach my boys softball. There you go. Seven, eight years of boys softball. Now, just this year, I'm back into the game. Actually, boys were baseball, but I'm back into the game now. We set our first practice yesterday for my daughter, Melania. So I'm, awesome. I'm coaching nine-year-olds in, in softball. You know, it's kind of like herding cats. Yes. You know what yes. I mean? Yeah, my this wife is home plate. God bless home her, yeah. 
plate. We're going home already. That's <laughs> yes. right. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, I, I was but, blessed but. to be able to, to coach my son's baseball team. My wife coached my daughter's softball team and I helped her and it was a whole different ball game, really, uh, between yeah. the boys and the girls. And But it was it was oh, funny the way. So what else do you guys do in the community? You, you as your company well, or as a family? Kind of both. We try to get the company involved in, in a variety of different different things. Uh, my daughter goes to um, a Troy Christian School up in up in Troy, Ohio. So we, we're active active with with the school. Nice. Belong to different other community organizations. Of course, now with COVID going on, you know, less things are going on in that type of community. But on a personal nature, and then from our company, we actually have done a lot of residential events. I mean, we go into retirement communities and we go in and, and do, we do bingo nights and birthday nights and, mm-hmm. uh, you, you know, try to get in, into a retirement center and just get, get them people more active, help them understand there's somebody that you can call if you got a question, that kind of stuff. Not, hey, there's somebody to sell you some more insurance, but people sometimes need an answer. And let's yeah. face it, you try to call into Medicare, trying to call into Social Security. I mean, those people are working hard, crazy, inundated, but you can't get an answer from those people hardly at all. It's very tough. So we want to be an access point to the community to say, hey, listen, I got a question. Who can I ask that can give me a decent answer? Yeah. Yeah, we try to be very active. Yeah. Well, and and here's the thing. People have questions, right? Uh, and one of the things that most people do these days is go to Google and they, they're going to search and they're going to do the best they can, but it's tough. And anybody yeah, who yeah. has searched for advisors, financial advisors or insurance agents or anything like that has seen a ton of different acronyms, all sorts of letters, right? Behind people's names and it gets a little confusing. So what designations or advanced education do you have? And can you kind of describe that for us? Well, Eric, uh, it's really funny that you say something about acronyms. You know, I met with one of my client's brothers a couple weeks ago uh, just to review some planning strategies that he had implemented several years ago. Uh, and when I was looking over kind of what he was told to do, I was kind of blown away. Uh, it was very overly complicated, confusing, redundant, and therefore, in my opinion, very ineffective. You know, so I looked at the guy's business card that actually gave him this recommendations, and he had like five sets of initials past his name. So it's kind of funny. So the moral of the story is just because, you, you know, the more acronyms you have at the end of your name doesn't necessarily mean you're very effective at helping people. So with that said, you know, I teach simple, strategic, effective concepts that actually create results. You know, because let's face it, everything happens on easy, right? Easy gets things done. So my last 25 years experience as being a licensed insurance professional, I've completed numerous trainings and certifications, ongoing yearly, uh, annual trainings uh, to become very effective at, at helping people plan and protect themselves. And of course, I'm a certified financial fiduciary and a member of the National Association of Financial Fiduciaries. And of course, in addition to that, I really spent the last several years putting together a team of planners because I think a team of planners make sense. So we have a veteran specialist, long-term care specialist, stock bond, man, you know, manage money type specialist, accountant, attorneys. We've got, a, we've got an elder law attorney. As a matter of fact, we've got a, got a couple of attorneys on our, on our team. So with that team of planners, it really helps us put together stuff and be very effective at what we do. So I would say, you know, we have some top shelf uh, experience to help people with, the, with their needs. So. Well, Scott, that was easy, right? I mean, that was the first half of this podcast. It was, uh, you know, a little bit about your history and got to know why you do what you do. And, and I appreciate that. Now we're going to get into some personal questions. You okay with that? Fun, fun, fun. Personal right. time, right? Yeah, absolutely. So let's not talk about work. When you're done working, what do you do for fun, man? What am I do for fun? Well, five kids. It's always fun in the household, right? <laughs> that's I mean, that's always kind of crazy. crazy yeah, no, I sleep. I sleep. That's right. Yeah, but, yeah I, go- I Google. I Google. That's right. But you mentioned Google earlier. You know, everybody uses Google as the uh, the whole uh, uh, the holy grail of every single piece of information. But uh, mm-hmm. it's funny. But uh, you know, no, I, I you know I love the outdoors. 
all my kids, I've, I've helped them understand that the, the, the need of getting out there outdoors and seeing stuff, you know, we'll play baseball. I love the lake. I, lo- I love going boating. Nice. We have, we have two Doberman pinchers, Duke and Boss. We used to have Duke and Delilah, but Delilah unfortunately passed away. So mm-hmm. love getting out, walk, go take the dogs for a walk and really, really just love kind of doing outside stuff, especially with the kids. So awesome. It's, yeah. Yeah. Fun stuff. Yeah. I'm a dog guy myself. So that, that is, that is fantastic. Yeah, and not, not not that we're against not that we're against cat people. Yeah, my wife loves cats. Yeah, loves yeah, cats. Scott's wife loves cats. Yeah, my wife loves cats, and, I, and I'm not saying I don't love cats, but but my dogs are not necessarily cat lovers. Yeah, <laughs> so it doesn't really mix. You know, I mean, a hundred hundred pound Doberman, uh, you know, and a ten pound cat. So. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, a little, we like little disclaimer: we <laughs> love cats. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Now, all pets. If you have a pot belly all pig, pets, we, all love pets. Yeah, we'll, we'll love, we love pigs. We'll love pigs. Exactly. That's right. <laughs> all right, Scott. Hey, who's your hero? If you had to say this, this person is my hero, or this is somebody that I've looked up to, or this is my my mentor. Who would you say? Sounding one hundred percent sincere, you know, I have to say one of my biggest mentors was my mom. And mm-hmm. ironically, she again, she just worked her whole entire life really caregiving for us kids, and we didn't know we didn't have anything hardly. We just didn't know. Yeah, she was always strong, very hard worker, and I think that really put the work ethic into me, and, and I w- was really able to trans transcend that on to to my five kids. And my five kids are even my little nine year old. I mean, they're hard workers. They want to get out there and help people. They want to be sincere with people, and they want to get stuff done. So I think my mom's probably probably one of the top people, and uh, and I love uh, I love entrepreneurs. Norman Vincent Peale, another you know great. Great mm-hmm. individual. You know, his whole focus was, he was a minister. His whole focus was to really teaching people to be positive in life, looking at life from a positive venue. You know, your mind controls stuff. And if you can change some of those thoughts, you can change who you are, what you become, and, and how you perform. Mm-hmm. So I, I love listening to folks. I mean, he's passed away now, but uh, folks like him and Jim Rohn and, you know, some of those planners who really are some of those people who really help you think positive. Yeah. There's many negative things in life. You got to think positive, man. Move forward. So, yeah. Well, speaking of positive, wouldn't it be nice if you just woke up tomorrow morning and you had like $10 trillion in your bank account? Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> $10 trillion. Tr- $10 trillion. Yeah. I just picked that number trillion. out of a hat here. Yeah. Uh, that's, a great, but, that's a great number. That's a great number. Yeah, if I'll, you I'll had help that. I'll pay off part of, the, part, of the, part of the national debt. Maybe I'll help. Uh, I'll throw a, a trillion in. Yeah. Would you really? <laughs> Not really, though. <laughs> okay. Well, if you had that $10 trillion, what would you do? What would I do with $10 trillion? Man, that's a lot of money. You know, I do love giving back. Uh, you know, I love love I love helping the community. We do a lot with church and a lot of different groups that we belong to. So many people out there are hurting, and, and I think mm-hmm. educational is a big process. You know, I think I think unfortunately handouts. I mean, there, there's places for handouts, and people need help on a regular basis. But I think more educational needs to happen. It, you know, more processes like that. So I, I mm-hmm. would. I would start a foundation where we can help educate people. I mean, there's nice. people out there that have done some educational training classes, which are great, but sometimes you just can't afford that. And it's like, well, spend 3000 bucks for our training program because you'll make it up in the end. Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes people don't have 3000 bucks to start yeah. to begin with. Yeah. So I, I think that would be a big part of, part about what I, what I do, helping people become educated on, on what can affect them and hurt them. I think yeah. that would be, a, would be a wonderful thing to do. That would be great. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, Scott, what's your idea of success? I think your idea, my idea of success is to be able to truly be free. And what I mean by be free, I mean be able to not worry about bills. And I don't mean you have to be stinking wealthy on that, but I'm just saying to not have to worry about bills, to be able to manage your finances properly. And I try to install this in my kids all the time. You know, you've got to save money. you got to spend money that you have, not spend money that you, you're borrowing off of a credit card. 
you know, mm-hmm. just to have the comfortable cash flow. And as I teach people, when we talk about retirement planning and especially get closer to retirement planning, that's the biggest thing we try to figure out. What expenses do you have? Where can we cut some of those expenses? What's your cash flow coming in, right? Because I don't think retirement's about a big pile of money. I mean, sometimes people think, you hear this thing out there, some planners say, oh, you have to have 750000 to retire. You got to have a million too. You got to have this, you got to have that. I don't necessarily think it's a big pile of money even though everybody would love to have a big pile of money, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But it's really about those guaranteed checks coming in the door. And if you're managing and controlling your finances, the outflow, and you got more inflow coming in, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. So just to be free from having debtor, you know, debt collectors chasing you, being comfortable in that capacity, you know, I think that's... I think that's a pretty cool place to be. And yeah. with that, guess what? Money's not everything, but when you have the flow and your bills are taken care of now, you can get out there and truly help people. Yeah. When your bills are taken care of, your debts are taken care of now, you can truly get out there and help people. And that's where the joy is, you mm-hmm. know, helping people. That's just kind of where it's at. So but yeah. you got to take care of your own stuff first, right? So Absolutely. Yeah. All right. This is kind of a different question for you. What is one thing you recommend most to clients, family, and friends? And I, I don't care what it is. It could be a pizza topping. It could be a book. It could be exercise. I, I don't know. What's the one thing that you recommend most? The one thing I recommend most, man, I, I, I think it does. It just always kind of boils back to that holistic thought, you know, that holistic thought. I think taking care of your health is crucially important. Taking care of your finances is, is, is crucially important. You know what I recommend the most? Be positive. Look at life positively. So many people get so whipped up on negative and we worry mm-hmm. about so much stuff mm-hmm. that never comes to pass, right? Yeah. I mean, so people just need to relax. I mean, be focused, be aggressive, go do what you got to do to take care of your family. But you know what? Let some of that stuff go. Not worry about some of that stuff and stay focused on the positiveness. I, I love positive books. As I mentioned, you know, Norman Vincent Peale he wrote a lot of great positive uplifting books. And I think your mental health controls everything. It controls everything your relationships, your finances, your health, positive, be positive. Yeah. I, I, when you said that, I immediately thought of this old, I don't know what show it was. It could have been Saturday Night Live. It could have been one of these other shows that does kind of like parody things. And they had a, a newscast and everything in the newscast was positive. I just thought it's, it's ironic. And it was funny because they, you know, put a lot of humor in there, but it's ironic that that's the parody right? Positive news is the parody. Why isn't positive news the norm, right? I mean, because that doesn't sell, right? They they have to say, you know, at four o'clock in the afternoon, they have to say 10 things in your fridge that can kill you tonight at 10 o'clock because they want you to come back at 10, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, they'll absolutely be there for that, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Something positive. They think, but it's kind of funny. People say, you know, I want, you know, I got to see it to believe it. Well, if you never see it, you're never going to believe it to begin with, right? I mean, you got to look at things positively, but it's kind of funny. But yeah, nobody, nobody says, yeah, and people say that's too good to be true. You hear that all the time. That's too good to be true. Why? Why is it too good to be true? There's lots of great, wonderful things in life. Yeah. I mean, you never hear somebody say, oh, Eric, that's horrible. That is just too horrible to be true. No, if it's horrible, you'll believe it, right? <laughs> yeah. It seems like, kind of oh, crazy. It totally happened. Totally happened. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, totally happened. Totally happened. Yeah. yeah. My, my cousin's that's brother's half sister. You know, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's no, it's point. not too good to be true, baby. I'm bringing it to you. That's why it's good. <laughs> Live on the Scotty Show today. Ooh. That's right. All right. Now, this right. is my favorite question I'm going to ask you Uh-oh, of the entire interview. You have to answer questions. it. I'm not letting you okay. slide on this one. You ready? No slide. No slide. Okay. Scott, here we go. what is one thing that most people don't know about you? One thing that most people... I can't tell you that. That everybody will know. Yeah, what on. do you mean? 
one hey, thing that's the first most, podcast. There's ten of us listening. Most, Come on. <laughs> one people. Yes, that's right. <laughs> one ten thousand, right? What most people don't know about me. I love to raise chickens. What? Really? How do you like that? Like, yeah, I love. It's crazy. I know it's crazy. <laughs> you know, it's, it's kind of funny. I was sitting at an insurance conference one time, and you know, we, we, that's what we did. We're trying to get to know all the regional managers, right? And we had to put little notes on here, put something like that. And I wrote, I have, you know, it was supposed. To, and when people had to vote, was it whether it's you know true or you know whether it's you know, mm. true or false? Mm-hmm. Right? And I put, I own, I own chickens. And of course, nobody. Oh, that's true. Everybody, everybody said, no, 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 no. And I said, yeah. I, I, it just got kind of crazy. I love chickens. I love chickens walking around my front yard. Now, they don't really walk around my front yard. I don't do free range chickens, but <laughs> I love having fresh eggs. I love to hear the rooster crow in the morning. Isn't that crazy? My, mm. my wife hates it. And we live in a nice, nice area. We have five acres and you know, a little bit. Of, so, but not, we don't like live out in the country on a farm. But when, when the, when the rooster crows, I just think that's the coolest darn thing ever. <laughs> Isn't that nuts? That's fantastic. I like chickens. There you go. <laughs> that is, that is too funny. Oh, I, too funny. I would not that's have right. expected that answer. I'll be a hundred percent honest. Exactly. Hey, listen, I'm, I got, I got, got, got to keep you, got to keep you guessing here, right? Yeah, seriously. Shock you, it all, baby. Shock it all. Shock it all. That's right. All right. So obviously you spoke about your wife earlier. I don't know how she handles the electricity and the energy uh, that comes off of you on a daily basis. Because yeah, I think like, she, she, she shuts down. She shuts down. It's funny. My wife's 13 years younger than me. And oh, so you think, that's so I thought, why. yeah, so I thought, yeah, I told my wife that I'm going to marry a younger woman so she can keep up with me. And she, she kind of laughed, but now it's kind of funny. She, she, she gets up and runs you know, early in the morning and then she, by, by eight o'clock, she's like, okay, I'm, I'm about ready to go to bed. I said, baby, it's eight o'clock. What are you doing? And, and I can, I can be up till one o'clock. You know, it's just kind of crazy. It's all about go, 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 go. Yeah. So I think she, uh, I think she just sleeps. That's how she, she just shuts off. That's what, that's how she does it. Well, there you go. So <laughs> uh, I, I don't know if you ever have a down day, but if you do, if you have, if you have a moment where you're like, man, you know, maybe you heard some bad news or maybe you just, you're just down a little bit that day. Is there a mantra or motto or something that you say to yourself to help you keep on focus or get back on track? Well, somebody told me this a long time ago, and uh, I don't really remember even who it said. You know, they, they said, you know what? You know, yesterday is a cash check. And mm-hmm. you know, once the day is over, it's a cash check. It's done. So every day is a new day, right? Start a new day tomorrow. So so sometimes, no matter how bleak sometimes things get or, you know, you get upset or mad or whatever, I always got to think, you know what? When midnight happens, <laughs> 1201, that starts a new day. Starts a yeah. new day. Everything starts over again tomorrow. You know? Boom. That's Absolutely. how it is. So yeah, that's how you got, that's how you to look at it. That's right. That's why I always tell people, listen, when I see him for the first time or even in one of my meetings or classes, I say, hey, listen, welcome to the first day of the rest of your life. Because that's today, baby. That's it. And tomorrow will be the first day of the rest of your life. That's right. right? <laughs> Stay positive. Stay focused, baby. That's right. It's, it's, it's always a true statement. It is. Yeah, that's, that's, it. Right. that's right. All right. Well, this, this is, we're, we're drawn to a close here for this podcast. I mean, this has gone by so quick. Uh, what is your proudest achievement? My proudest achievement, my proudest, I, I think it would be my family. I mean, I got five awesome kids. You got kids. a lot to be proud of, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got five, I got, I got a wonderful wife. I got, I got five awesome kids. And, you know, they drive you crazy. They do all the stuff and they, they make mistakes along the way. But you know what? They all learn. Mm-hmm. They all, uh, they all try to refocus and chase that goal. They're all hard workers. Never hard working as dad. <laughs> I will, I will mm-hmm. say that. I run circles go. around them constantly. Um, <laughs> and so, uh, but, but I am proud of my family. I'm proud of my family. I'm, I'm proud of, I'm proud of building the eight, you know, the planning service that I have because we truly do help people. And there's nothing more rewarding than running across somebody who is in desperate need of help. And that, whether that's just can't afford their prescription drugs and we help them get help or a person who retires and, you know, they don't think they can retire, but they have a large estate. They just don't think they can retire and helping them see 
the end result to that and map it all out and give them that comfort of leaving mm-hmm. the office that it's, everything's all mapped out, that, that's pretty cool stuff. It really is pretty cool stuff. Yeah. All right. This is our last question. It's kind of a two-parter here. Oh, wait. I thought you still told me we already had a last question. No, no. We were drawing <laughs> you just keep close. Thinking these, that's you, right. You keep thinking this stuff up, don't you, Eric? I got to keep you on your toes. Hey, if you're going to do it to me, I got to oh, do it back. There we right? go. There we go. There we go. That's so right. this, this podcast is nationwide, right? This, so this, you've got a broad audience. It's going to grow you know, week by week, month by month. Who should be listening to your podcast? And then kind of give us a sneak peek of what you're going to be talking about on the series. Well, um, who should be? I think everybody should be listening because everybody needs a shot in the arm of positiveness, right? Mm -hmm. They need a little bit of wake up. Everybody needs to get their ducks in a row. I don't care if you got all your ducks in a row. You think you got your ducks in a row. Guess what? Everybody needs a little bit of revisit and a little bit of tweaking, right? To stay focused on their ultimate goal. So I think anybody out there could could appreciate that and learn from just a little bit more of a positive focus. So that's that's part one of the question. What was part two again? I'm sorry. Part two. No, that's, that's part, great. Uh, part two is. I'm too, I'm too excited about part one. Too yeah, excited you, about part one. What are you going to talk about in this? What am I going to talk about? Okay, good. Glad you asked that question. Thank so you. again, I, I think I'm going to spend a lot of time really talking about in my holistic approach, because again, there's so many things you need to focus on to keep a happy, positive, successful future. I think it's just important to kind of fit all those pieces together and get your ducks in a row. So we're going to talk about things like retirement planning and long-term care planning and how that can affect you. I got a couple of friends of mine I want to bring on, you know, talking about, you know, taking care of your house, a couple of things you can do to, to kind of take care of your house. That's one of your biggest assets. I got another friend who wants to talk about some health issues. Cause again, being holistic, it's not just about taking care of your insurance and your drug plan and your life insurance. You know, mm-hmm. it's about holistic approaches, which is health, wealth, you know, relationships, all that kind of good stuff. I'm going to be, I'm going to be at the Dr. Phil of, uh, oh, I, I might have violated a trademark. Uh-oh. I might have violated a trademark there. I'm going to be the Dr. Phil of uh, retirement planning. How you like that? Boom. Dr. Philip? We'll, we'll say Dr. Dr. Philip. Yeah, exactly right. Philip, yeah, exactly right. No, no trademark violations there. That's right. So I caught you off guard with saying there was last question, but I got another question. You ready? Uh-oh. Here we go. Throw here it on go. me. I got it. I got it. So those that are listening, how do they get a hold of you? Well, a variety of different ways you can get a hold of me. You know, I do, I do have a wonderful website, and I'm kind of proud of my website. It's, it's duckduckplan.com, duckduckplan.com. Nice. You can go there, and you can learn a little bit more about kind of what we do. And uh, uh, There's a couple little short videos on there. If you haven't heard me talk enough right now, go to my website. Check me out a little bit. You know, I love when people check me out. I love when people say, oh, I went to your website. I said, you did? Good. Nice. I'm, I'm excited. All right, check me out. Check me out. So that's kind of the best place because right from that website, you can actually book a call with me. You can get right on my calendar, book a 15, want to have a 15-minute call with me? You want to talk about chickens? Yes. Book a 15-minute call. Let's talk about chickens, right? That's right. <laughs> you can go right to that website. And of course, um, our telephone number, you can call me at 866-866-AGAIN-7951. And all that's on the website. So Perfect. But get, my, get to my website, duckduckplan.com. DuckDuckPlan.com. Scott, thank you you so much for your time today. This this is a great podcast, man. Hey, listen, I appreciate you. Appreciate you stopping by and visiting with me today. Ready to rock and roll. I look forward to the next one. Our last thank you goes to you, listening audience. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to The Scotty Show with Scott Leonardi. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, which I know you haven't because this is the very first one, please click the subscribe now button below. This way when Scott comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it much easier to share these podcasts with your friends and family. Again, thanks so much for listening today. For everyone at Complete Solutions, this is Eric Johnson reminding you it's time to get your ducks in a row, unless you're Scott, which means you're going to get your chickens in a row, right? All right. Ba-bam. That's right. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to The Scotty Show. Remember, today is the first day of the rest of your life. Live life like it's your job. 
click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Complete Solutions, Inc. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice, tax advice, or legal advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.